I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. BYU, Arkansas. Top for a touchdown! Score! You're listening to extended BYU pregame coverage on KSL News Radio. Welcome back in to extended pregame coverage. It's brought to you by UCCU. They offer home equity lines of credit with no fees or closing costs. That's a big deal. UCCU, love where you bank. And this is such a juicy matchup. Uh, I don't want to contradict myself. It's it's not an important matchup in my eyes, but it is a juicy one for both teams to get back to their winning ways. And one thing I'm really curious to see, Mitch, is can BYU build upon what they did last week in the run game? The passing game really struggled. If you take out that chunk play to Cody Epps, they they would have had less than 100 yards passing. So like half their passing yards came on that one play to Cody Epps. But the run game, it showed some life. I thought Chris Brooks and Lapini Katoa had some really good moments. The offensive line looked better. If they need to find a way to keep the time of possession at least 50-50. I mean, they can't be giving up 42 minutes of time of possession. One way they can help by doing that is running the football effectively. So I want to see how the BYU run game looks against the Hogs. And that Hogs defense is going to blitz like crazy. And they have a 3-3-5 scheme. Sometimes they'll go into an even front 4-2-5 package. But uh they will blitz. Uh, they will bring the pressure. And uh, Aaron Roderick referenced it as reminding him of the old days of Bronco Mendenhall and Rocky Long when they were at New Mexico. And it was illusions and David Copperfield type uh, mystery and, and uh, confusion of the three-three-five <laughs> defense. So there's going to be a lot of blitzing. Will BYU's offensive line be ready to protect for Jaron Hall? Because Jaron is, is banged up just like anyone, as he said last week. But he's so critical to BYU's success. You go from the hopes of still maybe having a double-digit win season with Jaron Hall at quarterback. That goes out the window immediately if that guy gets hurt. Protect him at all costs. Keep him upright. Nine sacks through six games. That's way too much for this BYU offensive line. They have to protect you. And I'd Hall. love to see them get Isaac Rex involved. You know, I loved what Alex said earlier when he joined us. Can we see some dink and dunk? Can we see some five-yard outs to the tight ends? Uh, Mason Wake, can we get him involved in the pass game? So, uh, agreed with what everything that you said there. And let's just see short, intermediate passing effectively to neutralize that blitz. I think it's it would be a nice recipe for success. And I think BYU should just be comfortable. Don't overthink it. Don't worry. I think sometimes last week that stage was too big for BYU, and it showed in some of the decision-making from both the staff and the execution from the players. We'll take our final timeout. On the other side, we'll give our score predictions. 
BYU and Arkansas here in Provo. We're live at Burt Brothers in Provo, 241 West, 500 South. We'll give our score predictions next here on Extended Pregame. BYU and Arkansas for the third time in BYU's history. The Cougars will be hosting a team from the SEC. BYU is 7-7 seven and seven all time against teams from the Southeastern Conference, which a lot better record than I think most people would assume BYU would have, considering the SEC is often viewed as, as the best conference in college football in their history. The championship pedigree that they have uh, definitely shows itself in that league. But Arkansas is not the crown jewel of the SEC. They are a very beatable team. And, Matt, as we dive into our score predictions, we get you ready for kickoff, which kicks off at 1.30 p.m. today. How do you see this game playing out for BYU and the Hogs? Before this, the year began, we gave season predictions, and I had BYU finishing 11-1 and with a special season. By my definitions, I think <laughs> special means something differently to, to everybody. But to me, I thought they had all the ingredients to have a special year. Well, it hasn't panned out that way. There's been injuries. There's been some unexpected bumps in the road. The one game that I had them losing all along was this Arkansas game. And is Arkansas beatable? Absolutely. However, I do want to caution BYU fans. This team was number 10 in the country. They they are banged up in the secondary. Their quarterback got banged up. Their losses were to Texas A&M, who is certainly underachieving. However, they're ultra-talented, and that was a close game. They lost to Alabama. I mean, they're number one in the country. Come on. And then they lost to Mississippi State, who might be the sneaky surprise team of the SEC with Mike Leach. They can throw the football. So uh, the reason I bring that up, Mitch, is Arkansas is still a good football team. They're a bowl-eligible team. Just because they've lost their three in a row doesn't mean they're just blowing games to Vanderbilt and South Carolina. They've lost against some very good teams in the SEC. So with that being said, I have to take my original pick to start the year. I like Arkansas to get the win. I just don't trust that defense, Mitch. That's the bottom line. I don't trust them. So so I got Arkansas 30-27. Okay, that's that's fair. Uh, You know, Arkansas has allowed uh, 30 or more points to their opponents in eight of their last nine road games, and they've lost eight of those games. Uh, So... I, uh, those those eight games, excuse me. Uh, I think BYU's offense will have success against Arkansas's defense today through the air. I think that Arkansas is a team that, uh, secondary-wise, they're they're beating up right now. And I think Jaron Hall will capitalize and connect with Puka Nakua. I'm going to say BYU gets the win. They are an underdog in this game, and BYU has won outright in their last three games as a home underdog. BYU lives up to that billing in the underdog role. BYU 33, Arkansas 30. The Cougars get it done, and they, they set the tone for the second half of the season with a big win. And a walk-off field goal? And a walk I'll say it, walk-off <laughs> field goal. I don't trust that one bit, but hey, I'm going to say it'll happen. BYU and Arkansas kickoff about to get going at 1.30 p.m. here on KSL News Radio. Big thanks to Burt Brothers and UCCU for our, cover, our sponsorship on Extended Pregame. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson. And unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy. But only so we can hear the rest of the story. 
the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.